Ew. I hate that. I just realized I don't know how to start off these podcasts, and I don't know how I've been doing them. I know for the first one I said, hey, hey, because that's how Matthew Gray Goobler said it in a video, and I love that man. He's the only man I will ever love in my entire life. I would marry him if I could, but also no, because that's disgusting. You know, but that's the, okay, I mean, hi, first of all, welcome back to From Inside My Car. Um, I did not record last week, but now she's back again. I am back again. But I just, I don't have a plan, like a specific thing to talk about. Actually, maybe I do. I don't know. Today, I really don't know. But um, I have a couple things here and there to talk about. Obviously, you missed me, so... Hi, I've missed, um, well, I've missed you too, I guess. <laughs> I hope you're taking care of yourself. Um, first of all, I don't know why I thought about this. I thought about this like two weeks ago, but I was thinking, I love Matthew Gray Goobler with my whole heart. He is my celebrity crush. He is 41, I think. He's not that old. But at the same time, if there happened to be a chance that I could ever be with him, I would be disgusted. Which is so weird because I'm in love with that man. He's awesome from what I know of him. I wish I knew him personally just because he seems like such a good, cool person. He seems like a child that's 41 years old. That's it. He's like a child in a grown man's body. And I want to be like that when I'm older, you know? Um, But if there was ever a chance to actually be with him, not like just get to know him and be his friend, but be with him, that'd be disgusting. There's something about that, like in Pretty Little Liars. (laughs) I didn't really watch it growing up, but I used to love Arya and Ezra. Is that his name? I don't know. Um... I remember watching the first episode, and if you don't know, Ezra is a teacher at that school. He's a young teacher. I think that's his first teaching job. And Arya is, I don't know if she's a freshman or if she's like 16. I have no idea. But in the first episode, they hook up. (laughs) That's disgust. Anyways, actually, no, well, they just make out. But um, then the next day... I don't know, I never saw it, but then they're like, oh, shoot, he's my teacher, oh, shoot, she's my student, but by the end of the series, I didn't even see it, but I know that they got married, and I I just know, I know for a fact, when I was 14, I used to like someone that was 21, and he was a teacher's assistant, and we would talk a lot, oh, God. I hate going back to this, but here's the story time. Um, When I was a freshman, second semester in math class, there was a guy that would go and help out. And at first, I just thought that he was cool. But then we actually started talking. Not, like, in private, but throughout nutritions and, like, after school. Sometimes it would take my dad, like, 40 minutes to come pick me up, so I would go. And he was supposed to be there tutoring other kids, but he would just spend, like, those 40 minutes talking to me instead because I had nowhere else to be. So I would go to the tutoring center, and I would just talk to him about random things. And he was actually very... 
But honestly, if you think about it, that's kind of disgusting, don't you think? He was very, very old. As a 14-year-old, I was like, yes. I, was he a crush? I don't know. I'm just going to say yes. I was like, yes, I think my crush likes me back. But at the same time, I am now home record. And guess who was engaged at that very same time? He was. He was engaged. Um, and then one time, I think this was also very inappropriate. One time at the end of the school day, it might have been the last day of um, freshman year. I'm not sure. Or maybe it was before that. But he said, oh, well, we could talk. Well, you know what? I can't give you my number. It's against, like, the school policy. It's stupid. I know. And I was like, okay. Like, as a 14-year-old, <laughs> I still, I, I take some responsibility. But at the same time, that's not my job. But not only is he 21, but he also kind of works at the school, you know? So that's extra weird. But... He's like, well, I can't give you my number, but I'll give you my personal email. So he did. And I remember he told me he was engaged and I was like, okay. So I went to go see a play, not with him. I went to go see it with my dad through my internship. And I think this was sophomore year at the beginning. And I sent him an email, sending him the link. And I said, I think your fiance might really like this because it was a really good show mostly about women and I'm like take her you might hate it even she might hate it but I loved it and I think it's great and I think she, she like she would love it I don't know who she is but like I encourage lots of people it's called um oh revolt she said revolt again that is a really good play but um the next day he saw me in school and he came up to me and he was like hey um did you happen to get an email and I was like no did you get mine? I think I think she'd really like it. And then he's like, oh, no, 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 no. And I'm like, wait, wait, did you send me an email? And he's like, well, um, no, not, no, it's fine. Don't worry about it. And I'm like, no, what happened? And he's like, well, my girlfriend got onto my computer and she saw that you sent me an email and she sent you an email back. And I was like, well, what did she say? He's like, no, 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 but I deleted it before you could see it, at least I hoped you didn't see it, and I'm like, what was it, and he's like, it was nothing, don't worry about it, and I'm like, please, I'm just, I'm just, um, interested in the cheese man, like, what happened, and he said, no, he was just, she was telling you to, like, back off, and to not talk to me, because, like, it could look weird to the school board, and, like, I could get fired from, I don't even think it was a job, like, it was kind of more volunteering, because, you know, he was in college, and I think you still need hours, or, I don't know how that works, but, um, yes, and how he could get in trouble, and for me to stay away from him, and I was like, oh, well, it makes sense, he's like, no, 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 I'm so sorry, I'm so happy you didn't see it, because she awarded it a lot differently than I did, and I was like, oh, well, I, I get where she's coming from, she's probably right, um, so yeah, that was that, actually, that wasn't that, <laughs> But that's not the point of where I'm going with this. But now that I'm here, I will finish telling you the rest of the story. I don't know why this intrigues me so much. But this is so funny to me. But honestly, it's very creepy. Like, as much as I'm laughing about it, looking back at it, it kind of makes me uncomfortable. Because back then, it wasn't uncomfortable for me. I was like, yes! Because he was just an older guy that I liked. And I've always liked older people. 
but that is not a great thing, especially when you're a minor and that's not the time for it, you know? But one, I think it was the last time, no, it wasn't, in, okay, also the last day of freshman year, I was like, okay, well, blah, blah, blah. He's like, actually, my mom dropped something off for me, so I need to go pick that up. Do you want to come with me? And I said, sure. So, because it was the end of the day, last day of school before summer, and we walked to the car together. It was at the end of the school, like right outside of it. Everyone was outside already, so I wasn't alone. There's tons of people everywhere, tons of students. And he's like, oh, hey, mom. And his grandma was in the car too with his mom. And then he's like, oh, this is like my favorite student, the one I've been telling you about. She's like, oh, yeah, we've heard tons of good things about you. And I was like, oh, hi. Well, it's nice to meet you. First of all, that's weird within itself. Um, Then we went back into the learning area the tutoring center or we were outside in the hallway and then my dad was there so I had to go outside to his car and I said bye to the tutor because summary you know so we wouldn't see each other and we hugged and honestly I was like yes like honestly not even yes but it was such a nice hug I'm not gonna lie it was a very nice hug and I was like "Hmm, interesting we were standing in the middle of the hallway for like two minutes hugging. So I don't know how that got no attention from people that work in the office. Like, that's just weird to me how nobody said anything. Anyways, um, sophomore year, he didn't work there as often. And also, I didn't take that. I don't know where he was working or whose teacher's assistant he was at that point. But I would see him sometimes, and I am in choir. I took choir starting sophomore year, and when I was leaving at one point, he was coming inside of the classroom, and it was at the start of lunch, so we had like 30 minutes on our hands, and it was a surprise because I hadn't seen him in a very long time, I'm guessing, and he was like, hi, I'm like, hi, what are you doing here? He's like, well, this is the music room, isn't it? I'm like, I guess he's like well I wanted to come and see if you guys had a guitar and my friend knew I liked him so her boyfriend at that time was like here I have a guitar go ahead take it to kind of like let him stay like give him a reason to stay he's like cool thanks and (laughs) me and him we went outside of the classroom into the open there's no kids because no one's supposed to be outside. Like, you can only be inside the classroom if you're going to be on that side of the school area, I guess. And we were sitting outside of the classroom, and we both really liked the song Creep by Radiohead. I think that says a lot about him. Not too much about me. It's just a decent song. It's good. Um, it says a lot about him, though, in his choice of music. Maybe not to you, but to me, definitely does. As, like, a... At that point, he was, like, 22, 23, maybe. Um, yes. And he, um, he played it, and he started singing it to me. And I was, like, should I join in? And I'm, like, nah, that's weird. I'm, like, this is already weird. And, you know, everyone was either on the other side of the campus or inside classrooms hiding, you know, because no one was really supposed to be on that side. And I remember my friend Dylan at that time, he came outside of one of the classrooms in the corner and he looked because I guess he was singing very loudly and very off key. Like it wasn't good, but also it was, it was cute. For me, it was cute at that point. And now it's very strange. But Dylan was like, 
what? Who the heck? I'm confused. And he just looked confused. And then he went back into the classroom. And while he was singing to me and we were talking a little bit outside, um, my friends, there was a trash can outside by the corner. My friends kept coming outside to like throw away fake trash to see what was happening. And at one point, my teacher came and I was like, oh shit, I'm so dead. I am so dead because no one's supposed to be outside. And also he's older and he's going to get in trouble and I'm going to get, I don't know why I was freaking out. But I didn't say anything. I just saw my teacher walking towards us and I panicked because that was his classroom, the one we were right outside of. And he came. Actually, I guess I remember it differently because when I was talking to my friend about it, she said that he was already in the classroom and he came out. I don't know. But she told me that the teacher asked my friend, is that her boyfriend? And then they're like, no, but like she likes him. And then he's like, okay, because she he heard the, him singing. I think I'm losing my mind trying to tell the story. <laughs> but he came outside and he's like, hey, um, well, have you ever thought about joining choir? And he's like, no, but uh, I would if I was still in high school, but I'm not. And he's like, oh, you're not? And he's like, nope, sorry. <laughs> um, I'm a teacher's assistant. And he's like, oh, okay, which is, I don't know how you could think he was a high school student because... He looked old, like he had a beard and, oh my god, that's so gross. But he had like a beard and everything. He didn't look like a high schooler. And he's like, oh, okay. And instead of my teacher saying, hi, I'm Mr. Blah, 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 like teachers do. He was like, oh, well, hi, I'm, and he said his first name, like more cordial instead of more student teacher thing. And then the guy's like, oh, well, hi, I'm blah, blah, blah. He's like, well, as long as you're friends with Alyssa, you could come by to the choir room and jam out whenever you want. And I was like, okay, that's pretty dope. Like, liking him at that point, I was like, that's very cool of my teacher. And guess what? He never came again. (laughs) But that's because he stopped uh, working there. He stopped volunteering at the school because, I don't know, I didn't really talk to him after that. And then... (laughs) The last time I saw him was, I used to volunteer at the library my freshman year. So a little bit later in the first semester, I think. Mm, Yes, I think. He, well, I was stacking books in the adult section. And I reached down to get a book because I had my like little trolley of books to put away. And they're in order. So I was just going up and down the aisles like I always did. And when I went down... Out of my peripheral vision, I saw that someone was, like, in the middle hallway between both sides. I don't know how to explain it. I saw someone just standing there and looking at me, and I looked up to see who it was, and it was him. And he was kind of looking like, is it, is it her? Like, he was trying to see, because I was facing the other way pretty much. And he looked, and then once he, I looked up and he saw that it was me, he was like, oh hey and first of all the anxiety in me like shot up because libraries are quiet and he was like oh hey like pretty loudly and I was like oh my god first of all please don't draw attention this was not a library at school this was like a public library that I used to volunteer at and (laughs) he came and I was like I I was so shocked that I couldn't speak because I had not seen him in so long and it was a shock to see him there so he came up and since I wasn't answering, he, like, waved in f- his hand in front of my face to see if I was phased at all by that. He's like, 
hello? Because I seriously was not moving. I was very much in shock. And he's like, hello, weirdo, come on, say hi. And I was like, I'm not a weirdo. Like, that's what came out of me. I was like, I'm not a weirdo. Because I didn't know what else to say. I was like, he's like, hey, how, how are you? I'm like, I, okay. And I didn't really know what to say. I'm like, well, I volunteer here. He's like, yeah, I could see that. I'm like, what are you doing here? He's like, well, now I'm tutoring here. Like, I still tutor, just not at the school. But like, like, I tutor other people, like privately. So their parents pay me and then I tutor them outside of schools, you know? And I was like, oh, that's cool. He's like, I'm actually here to tutor like another student right now. And I was like, okay, well, good for you. That's very interesting. He's like, yeah, so if you need me or if you want to talk, um, I'll be on like the other side of that bookshelf helping out another student. I'm sure they won't mind if you come and talk to me. I'm like, no, 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 it's, it's okay. Well, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. At first, it's so rude. If like someone's parent is paying you to tutor them, don't take the time and talk to someone else. That's no, if I'm paying you to teach my kids something, you better take all that time to teach them what you need to teach them. Also, I realized something else, but that's later on. Um, and then at the end, I was like, okay, probably not. I'm busy shelving. And then he's like, okay. And then he was going to leave. But, um, before he did, he opened out his hands, kind of like an invitation for a hug. Like, hmm? Like, do you want a hug? Like, he didn't say it, but he opened up his arms to make it look like that. And I jumped the chance again because the last hug, the last day before summer, that was a very good hug. And I did miss him because we did talk a lot when he was there. So I did hug him and it was another two minute long hug. And then I did have to stack books on the other side, but that would mean passing him. And I did not do that. I was too scared. I tried, but I ended up just making a U-turn. I took my 10 minute break at that point. I went outside and I called my dad. Anyways. But yes, because going back to Matthew Greg Goobler and I, as much as I like him, and I would want to be his friend and converse with him. And I say that he's my husband. And he's the only man I'll ever love. And that's probably true. And I'm okay with that. If I were to ever actually have the chance to be with him. If anything, I would probably just be disgusted if... Oh my gosh. Please shut up. Please. Okay, if he happened to accept that chance and try to do anything with me, I would probably just be disgusted with him. Because, I mean, age gaps, you can date whoever you want to be. I mean, whoever you want to. But if... I am uncomfortable with that. And, you know, if... Okay, I mean... Yeah, I don't... That age gap would just be so weird to me. So, I know how Leonardo DiCaprio is dating, like, a 25-year-old. That's just weird to me. And I feel like TV shows normalize that very much. And I feel like some age gaps are okay, but you also have to be, like, 30 or something for them to kind of be normal. Like, 
10 years apart like if you're I don't know it's just so weird especially when you're young like I am age gaps are not okay that's it I feel like the oldest person I dated or like the biggest age gap was maybe a year and a half I think that's fine I think that's perfectly fine but if we're going on wait how was that um six that was a seven year age gap between me and that guy that that's disgusting that's horrible. And the fact that he kind of encouraged me in a way. I don't, that, that that kind of disturbs me. Anyways, that was a fun time. I like how I didn't look at it as a bad thing and I wasn't uncomfortable at the time. I should have been, but you know, I had a crush on him. And it wasn't like, you know how sometimes if, like there are movies that depict when a girl is like very self, like, what's the word? unconfident like I don't know the word you're just not confident within yourself if you have low self-esteem if an older person like validates you if they're into you that kind of it makes you feel validated if that makes any sense because most of the time if you're like in the movies I don't remember which one it was but if you're considered unattractive as like a 13 year old if you're like I'm ugly and everyone thinks you're ugly and then this 18 year old boy comes to you and they're practically trying to groom you and they tell you everything you want to hear and you get you feel validation from that and that's not right but they're kind of preying on your insecurities in a way and it wasn't like that because I oh my god I don't know what I'm saying anymore I forgot the point I was trying to make anyways I'm okay I'm fine it's just I didn't feel like I was uncomfortable in any way. I never felt like he was trying to go to my... In- I never felt validation from him liking me. That's what I'm trying to say. I never felt that because, you know, because no one liked me in my own age group that I felt validation because he liked me and he was older. I never felt that way. I I did end up dating someone that was my own age that was fine I know that people liked me at that age um that were my own age you know that were freshmen as well um it's not the validation it's just that I did have a crush on him that was my point it didn't but he that was interesting I didn't I have not spoken to him I could reach out but I definitely will not at any point whatsoever because that's just strange um moving on Oh, yeah. So, like I said, if Matthew Gray Goobler were to take the chance, that just would weird me out. So, if anything, as much as I love that man, love him, and would like to think of... Well, that's what I was... That was pretty much my point. Like, TV shows make teacher-student relationships... Like, they are taboo, and they show that, but they also make them look kind of cool... So as a 14-year-old, I would I would be like, yes, my teacher, I want him to fall in love with me. But at the same time, if that were to happen, I'd be like, ew, get away, you creep. That's disgusting. So, yeah, as much as I love the goob, I'd rather really just want to be his friend. Because he seems like a very cool person. Anyways, moving on. I, don't, I have no idea what else I was going to talk about. I don't even think I was going to talk about that anyways oh nope i have no idea i'm lost oh last tuesday 
The reason I didn't record is I delivered cupcakes again. I did. I really did. Here's one thing. I made them on Monday, and I was going to deliver them. And then my dad said, no, you can't. And I was like, what? Mm. <laughs> and then I had a little breakdown. <laughs> I'll get to that. And then I delivered them Tuesday, and I left the house, like, at 11, and I didn't eat before I left, and I got lost because my GPS does not work, and I don't know what's wrong with it. Um, I haven't tested it out since, but it hasn't worked twice already. And yes, so I went out and I had two stops to make that I didn't, or, or three, okay, I had three stops to make where I didn't know where they lived or what the places were, so I got lost a lot. I was out driving for four and a half hours on an empty stomach and I was, I had a headache. I had the fattest headache ever and I always have headaches but this one was especially bad and I wanted to cry in my car and I was like I just want to go home and I was so lost the last house I was trying to go to I could not figure out where it was but I got so lost I didn't even know how to get back onto the freeway and I was a I was about to break down at that point too and then I came home and I ate a little bit because I couldn't eat too much because my jaw hurt too much because when my head hurts, my jaw hurts, and it was terrible, and I was like, you know what, I'm completely exhausted, and I'm drained, and no potty today, no podcast episode today, um, so yeah, that's why, and also, on Monday, let me just say (laughs) that I kind of hate being a girl, but at the same time, I would not change it for anything, Oh, that's what I was going to talk about. Not, not that, but, um, I just remembered. Um, no, uh, this is, the thing is, after I made the cupcakes on Monday, I was like, okay, I'm going to go. But at this point, it was like five, maybe, once I had put them all in the box and everything. Um, and my dad said, no, you can't go. Here's the thing. At one time, I went out because I kind of had a lot of anxiety, no, not anxiety, but I got very overwhelmed one day, and when I get overwhelmed, I like going on drives through the Strand, going to the beach, making a U-turn, and then coming back home through the Strand, and throughout that time, it kind of helps me really calm down and not feel so overwhelmed, so one time I did that, and it was close tonight, I was just so overwhelmed by everything, And I came home and I told my dad, because by the time I came home, it was late. It was dark. And I was like, I don't really like driving at night. Um, It's not that I can't see. It's that, you know how like the windshield like fogs up a bit. And then when cars are coming towards you, their light kind of hits the fog and you really can't see (laughs) sometimes. So that kind of just, it makes me uncomfortable. So I was like, I kind of don't like it. So since then, he's always like, I don't want you driving at night. And I'm like, why? He's like, you said it didn't make you comfortable, and I was like, or he's like, you said you didn't like it, I'm like, well, yeah, but I think we need to be okay with me going on drives at night, or at least coming home at night, maybe not leaving the house in the, like, at six or at eight, but, like, coming home until, like, eight, I think that should be okay, you know, because it's normal, I'm gonna have to drive at night at some point, and then he's like, no. Mm -mm. so 
here's the here's my point. I was gonna meet a friend, and turns out I couldn't. I asked my dad, and he's like, "No, I'd feel more comfortable if he came to pick you up." And I said, "But I really, you know, I don't want to make him drive all the way because I feel bad." Um, well, I couldn't, and I I asked my dad, not in a disrespectful way. But if someone tells me yes or no, depending on the question, I like to know the reason why. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I overthink and I just, I like answers. I like having clarity. But I asked him why and I said, is it because you, is it because I told you one time that I didn't really like driving at night? Or is it because you don't trust other drivers at night? Because I get it. There's more like drunk people out at night. It's not as safe because sometimes he tells me that he trusts me driving but not other people or he doesn't trust me knowing how to handle driving around other bad drivers and I asked him is it because of that or is it because I might get kidnapped or assaulted or blah 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 because I am a younger lady that I'm a young girl that cannot really defend herself at this point and so I am left pretty defenseless defenseless I don't know where I'm going with this um I can't take care of myself or I can't protect myself against men or older women that are stronger than me and it is scarier out there for me because I can't protect myself so I asked him is it because you don't trust me driving you don't trust others driving or it's just not as safe for me I need to know your reasoning and I I don't remember what he said I guess that just means I I don't care it's just I didn't ask in a disrespectful way. I think it's just the way I asked the question. I felt that it might have been disrespectful. But one thing that I know is that it wasn't in a disrespectful way. I just want him to not let me drive for the right reasons. Which might not make sense. But I get it. If it's because the safety aspect and how I can't really protect myself, I think that's a pretty good reason. You know, I understand where he's coming from and I know that he's trying to protect me, you know, I get that, it's not safe for me out there, especially at night, but even during the day, but if it was because of my driving, or how blah blah blah, or like, I can't drive at night, or I don't like driving at night, I don't think that that would be a fair thing, like, I also get where he's coming from, but I also think that would be completely stupid, because If you think I can't drive at night, I don't know how I'm supposed to get better if I don't go out and try, you know? Like, I know I'm capable of it, but I just needed to know his reasoning. I needed to know his reasoning as to why I couldn't go, and I needed to make sure that it was for the right reason. And it was. It was for my safety. And I do completely understand that. But at the same time, that's the same thing that happened on Monday, because it was getting later, you know? I would have been home later. Yeah. Um, But... I'm like, is it, I just had a little breakdown because it's completely frustrating and it sucks. The fact that I can't stay out later when I know that guys that are my friends, they can stay out a lot later than I can, you know? And sometimes it's just the parents that they don't care as much. But I know that when you have a daughter, you tend to be a little bit more stricter with them. And I know that it comes from a good place from the parents because they want you to stay safe. But it fucking sucks because I I just hate that. But at the same time, I wouldn't want to be a boy either. That's 
also gross. Who wants that? I like being a girl. It's just that the not it's just that specific struggle and I'm not talking about feminism or equal work wage I don't that's not the point of this the point of this is that I just can't drive like past 6 p.m pretty much I guess now that it's summer and it's getting darker later maybe 7 or 8 but sometimes you just want to party with your friends until 10 you can't really party with your friends right now because we're in the middle of a panty pandemic but you get what I mean. It just is terrible, and I hate it, and I uh, maybe just treat creeps to not be creeps. You know what I mean? Also, today I went to the grocery store by myself. Oh, be so proud of me. I went by myself, and on my way out, I had my car, and I was going to my truck to put the groceries into my truck, and there was an old man, and you know those, like, electric chairs mm-hmm, that go vroom vroom he had his mask on he had a cap he was going and I only had a, it wasn't a crop top it's pretty long but it's I don't know it, it's not completely tight but it's not loose and I was just wearing jeans but you could see my midriff and as I was walking back he did that little look he looked the up and down look I swear to god I'm not ready to go to jail but if a car were to back into him, it wouldn't be my fault. But it might be. Because I was this close to pushing him into the traffic. I swear to God, I hate them. I hate it so much. I do hate men. And I'm, I'm not sorry. I hate men so much. And here's the, the ironic thing. I never said I hate all men. No, no, no. Some men are completely great. They are. I know plenty of great men. But also, a ton of them are creeps out there. And I don't like them. And they make me so uncomfortable. It's gross. But, also, like I said, you can't get mad at me for saying that. Well, I mean, you can. I don't care if you do. I know a ton of great men. My dad is pretty cool. I have a lot of friends that are guys, and they're also pretty cool. They've never made me feel uncomfortable. Except that one person from the first episode that also kind of made me feel uncomfortable. Very much uncomfortable. Don't like him. But, um, anyways. So I do know many great ones. But at the same time, I hate a lot of them. And one time my sister came over, and I said, I hate men. And she's like, what? Alyssa, you can't say that. I'm like, I just did. I really do not care. I do. They make me uncomfortable. Most of them, the majority. And she's like, no, you, you, you can't. And I'm like, she's like, why would you say that? And I'm like, to my sister, I don't actually, should I say her name? I don't care. It's just easier. I'm like, dude, you're the one that always bashes men in front of me. Like every time we talk, she's like, fuck man. She didn't, not that, but she's like, I, actually, I can't say that either. Um, (laughs) she tells me a lot of things that I can't say. Um, but she's the one that always bashes men. She's the one that always tells me all men, blah, blah, blah. All men, like, they'll all cheat on you. They'll all have so many hoes. And then the minute you do this, they, they lose it. Or all men, blah, blah. Like, she's the one that tells me from her experience with men. And that's fine. That's her experience with men. But at the same time, when she starts telling me those things, like, 
I just say, you know what? I really don't want to hear it because that's your experience with men. But I don't want you to dump that onto me. So that becomes my belief with men. So I just found it ironic how I say I hate men because there are genuinely so many men out there that are creeps and that make you feel uncomfortable and that give you those looks that are not warranted and that comment on your body and though I hate that I hate it so much and not to say that women can't do that either there's lots of women out there too that do that with young girls and guys too goes both ways (laughs) but I just found it funny how she didn't want me to say that but she's she's like also lived through it so i just found that interesting i found that very very interesting and then something else the thing that i wanted to talk about throughout this whole podcast but it did not turn into that is just outfits (laughs) i genuinely just wanted to talk about outfits this whole time and it did not turn into that and this is gonna be a long podcast (laughs) but um I've been wanting to have a better style, (laughs) which is very interesting. But if you think about it, for me, I grew up pretty much in a private school. So I wore a uniform from third to eighth grade, which are very formative years. I'm still in my very formative years, which is fine. And I did. uh, Well, we would have like little dances little school dances for like the middle schoolers and I would never know how to dress I would never know how to dress I don't even remember how I dressed up on the weekends but because I get it uniforms are great because you wake up you don't have to think about what to wear you just put it on and you're there and everyone looks the same and blah blah blah. but you know what that literally left me no chance to figure out my style creatively like I I never figured out what it was like those years that a lot of kids figure out what they like to wear and what they don't like and their styles like of course it changes throughout the years but I never had that first time to go and like I never grew into actually I had to grow into it freshman year which was terrible freshman year oh god I hated it I got my first pair of Vans (laughs) I would wear jeggings the whole time jean leggings so they looked like jeans, but they were comfy like leggings. They were stretchy. Uh-huh. They were kind of low-waisted, like medium. I don't know how to say it. Um, I hated it because I wanted high-waisted ones because th- this thing always made me super uncomfortable. But I don't really like low-waisted things because when I was little in like second grade, when I used to wear jeans to school, I used to, I hated it because I would sit down in my chair and my pants would go down at the back, you know, and I felt like everyone could see the back of my underwear and I wanted to punch everyone for that. I'd be like, oh, I hate low-waisted jeans. I just, so ever since I was little, I literally hopped on the trend before anyone else did. Let me just say, but, um, I was dying to have high-waisted jeans, but I only had the medium, I don't know what they call them. Is that medium waist? I don't. I have no fucking clue, but I would wear those. I would wear random shirts. I don't know from where, from maybe Goodwill or from, uh, what's it, Forever 21. I don't know. And I used to wear this cardigan, this gray cardigan. I literally looked like a fucking grandpa every day. You know what? I'm not complaining about that because at least I didn't look completely stupid coming out. It was just so bland. It was so fucking bland. I hated it. I also hated my hair at that point, but mm, <laughs> the hair is for another time. 
I didn't like at all what I was wearing. And also, I was extremely self-conscious, not confident at all. I hated myself at that point. I really did. I say starting in like maybe seventh grade till halfway through sophomore year, I absolutely hated who I was. And that could be a whole other podcast. Let me, maybe soon. (laughs) That confidence could be a whole podcast. But um, then sophomore year came. I don't even know what I started wearing. But um, I'm better with where I am now. I feel like I, it's just for the longest time, it takes so much effort. I keep starting sentences and not knowing where they're going, so I just stop. But it's kind of like me with red lipstick. I have always loved red lipstick so, 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 so much. Absolutely love it. And whenever, I like, I would put it on in my room and dance around and it'd be great. Not even the rest of the makeup, just red lipstick. And then... Like, my dad would knock on the door, and I would wipe it off and be like, yes, because I was embarrassed to be seen with it. Except I I think I look good with red lipstick. But then, um, junior year, I think it was maybe December or the end of November, I was like, you know what? I like red lipstick. It makes me feel confident, at least in my room, and I want to start wearing it to school. And... I'm like, you know what? You just, you got to try it. You know what? No one, no one's going to comment on it. It's going to be fine. No one ever cares. And that's true. You know, you think people care more than they actually do. And people might think it's like, wow, she's trying hard. Yeah. Cause I look hot as hell with red lipstick on. I love it. It's great. <laughs> but I wore it the next day to school and I was kind of self-conscious. I was very aware of the people that would look at me and some people did. No one said anything, though, you know? It's just that no one really wears bright red lipstick to school. And most of the time, I would only really wear chapstick. But I started wearing bright red lipstick to school. And I wore it, like, every day, especially in the month of December. And something else that I just did for December is I got these reindeer antlers. Me and my mom got matching ones at the Dollar Tree, I think. And when I went to school, I would wear it every day of December. And it kind of just became my thing. I feel like that's more on trend because it's, you know, Christmas season. Reindeer. I don't know. That made more sense. But it took a lot of courage to me. No, it it took a lot of courage. Oh my god, I don't know. I'm losing my mind. It took a lot of courage to wear red lipstick for me because I was so self-conscious. But I wore it and no one cared. And I was like, fuck yeah. And I just started wearing it, and it was great. And I miss it so much. I miss it so much. And I know that some people still wear makeup, but, like, with their masks on, I'm sad because I don't wear red lipstick out anymore. And I know people do wear makeup, like, under their mask, and then they're like, here's proof that I don't wear it for, um, anywhere, oh my god. Here's proof that I don't wear makeup for anyone else but me. And I'm like, Good for you, but at the same time, that way I don't want my lipstick rubbing off on my mask. That's just I do wear it for me, but then that would just be an inconvenience for me because it would be rubbing onto my mask and onto the rest of my face, and I would hate that. So now I have gone back to wearing it only at home in my room most of the time. <laughs> See, um. I hate masks, but at the same time, you you gotta love them. You have to wear them. 
Okay, well, you don't have to love them, but you you should wear them. And if you don't, I'll punch you. Especially if you don't wear them the right way. Because if you don't wear them the right way, then what's the point of wearing one at all? Just wear it the right way, dude. Gosh. When I see people that wear them the wrong way, I want to punch them. Anyways, that's how you know that... I don't know where I'm going with this, but it took a lot out of me to put on that red lipstick and wear it to school. And honestly, I loved it. It was great. It became my signature thing. And then this, I don't know, some point in quarantine, I don't know when it was, but I asked my grandma, I just wanted hoop earrings because I feel like it would dress up everything. And I told my grandma, she's like, I have some. And she gave me kind of medium, they're kind of little, but they're like the perfect size for me. She gave me like three pairs of hoop earrings and I've been wearing the heck out of them and they're great. And I love them because I feel like they dress everything up. They spice up little outfits. And here's the thing. I feel like I say here's the thing a lot, but here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. <laughs> I'm okay, I swear. Um, Growing up, with my older sister and my mom, I hated being feminine. I did not want to be feminine at all. I wanted to be that girl that's like, I'm not like the other girls. And that's the internalized misogyny in me. I fixed it. Trust me, I'm good with that. I used to be that girl. It's because my sister was so cool to me. But at the same time, I wanted to be nothing like my mom or her. I kind of wanted to be like my sister, but at the same time, I didn't. Um, but I would walk somewhere with my mom, and she is a very feminine person, and she's very beautiful. I would say she's a MILF. Um, <laughs> but um, I see the men, or no, I saw the way that men would look at her. Like, we would walk into freaking Chuck E. Cheese and the dads would turn to look at my mom and me being a protective eight-year-old daughter that was I've always been creeped out by men since a very young age I've always been very precautious around them and I've been very observant around them just to make sure that they don't do anything but I would walk into a place with my mom and I would see the way they looked at her and that made me uncomfortable that made me super uncomfortable and I don't know if it's because I didn't want to grow up to be like my mom or because actually maybe maybe I just didn't want to grow up with men looking at me like the way they looked at her I know she's a very beautiful woman but the way those I hated it I didn't want men looking at me that was the grossest thing ever but I grew up and my sister didn't like mainstream things you know I don't know what she liked it was like I don't know what kind of music it was but she's like Taylor Swift really so I was like oh yeah so true I mean I love shake it off but Taylor Swift gross the color pink gross like for what little little i'm not like the other girls want to be bitch come on Alyssa, suck it up honestly i didn't like myself at all when i was little but i think that's good i think this is character development because i really like myself now um now i love taylor swift i don't really care for the color pink but it's whatever it's not that i just don't like it it's just it, it is what it is but <laughs> I didn't want to be feminine, and when I would wear dresses, this, I'm pretty sure this is purely because all the heels my mom got me were, like, uncomfortable little heels, so I would wear my dresses with my Converse, and my mom would get upset with me, she's like, are you serious, can't you dress nice for one thing, and I'd be like, no, I look good like this, 
which is so funny because I was so confident as a little kid and I was always I wasn't I had so many panic attacks when I was little I'm not but that's because my parents got divorced and that affected me a lot and I will do a, an episode on divorce I swear I will um um today just wasn't the day it didn't feel right but it took a lot out of me to start dressing more feminine and liking that because I do like dressing feminine now I do I absolutely love it what I don't love is that earlier I would like even just like putting on like little heels little cowboy boots with heels or putting on a dress like trying to dress up a little bit nicer it's because it does make me feel pretty but at the same time if my mom came over and she saw me like that she'd be like oh she's finally dressing up and like one time my sister came over this was maybe like two months ago and I went outside looking good as ever always of course I always serve looks (laughs) but she's like oh my god yeah I hate that I hate that so fucking much I hate the hype like if I post something and then you text me that I'm like yes and you're a friend then I'm like thank you but if it's in person and if it's my family or see my friends don't overhype, you know, they're just like, you look good. And I'm like, thank you. You did too. But if it's my mom or Edna or my grandma or anyone, they tend to make a big deal out of it. My dad's like, oh, you're turning it into your mom. And I'm like, no, I'm literally just figuring out that I like being feminine within myself. And it makes me uncomfortable how I don't know. I absolutely hate the attention I get from them. But it's either not doing things because you don't like the attention because of them or just doing things either way. Okay, I don't think that's making any sense. (laughs) But I am trying to be more comfortable dressing up now. And it is very hard. And sometimes I put something on and I'm like, I think I'm overdressing. Like, I'm dressing too much. Like, this looks too good to go to the grocery store. And that's something my dad says. He's like, you need to learn how to dress for the occasion. And your mom doesn't know how to do that. Because my mom always looks good. Best believe. And my dad always wears jeans and a t-shirt. And also, I could do both. I could, I swing both ways. I could look like a tomboy. And then my grandma's like, ugh, you look like a boy. Okay, well, what do you want from me, okay? Do you want to say, ugh, you're trying so hard to be like your sister and your Or do you want to be like, ugh, you look like a little boy? You know what? I can do either. I will, I can be anything, so shut up, literally, I don't care who it is, I'll punch you in the face, I'll punch you in the goddamn face, but here's the thing, (laughs) I'm sorry, I love saying here's the thing, (laughs) I'm okay, um, but also, think of it, Elle Woods, I love her, she's an icon, I love her so goddamn much, from Legally Blonde, she always looks good. She might always be overdressing. But you know what? You're alive. You're alive. Ew, I hate it when I do that voice. But I think being alive and living another day is... That's an excuse to dress up every single day you want. So, trust me, I could stay in PJs all day. And I could also... When was it? Was it... I think it was Sunday. I went out and I... um. Estaba extrañando, wait, is that it? Extrañando, extrañ, I, I don't know what the word is in Spanish, I give up, um, I just bought a red button up, 
that's a very specific material and I don't know what it is, but it's very nice and I was gonna I might give it to someone. Cause I think he might like it. But also I am falling in love with it and it's so nice. And red is so my color. But I put that on and then I watched Enchanted because I love Enchanted. And at the end, when they're all dancing in the ballroom, I changed it. I paused it, and I went to go change into my prom dress. And I danced around my room. <laughs> and then I went, and I changed, because it, it was getting hot. So I changed into something else that I thrifted, which kind of looks like a grandma's sleeping nightgown. I'm going to sew it and cinch it in. And then after that, then I took a shower and changed it into my PJs. But see, every day is a new fashion show. And I, I feel like I want Melissa to style me because what Melissa wore the other day was very quirky and I like it. And I feel like I'm too safe with my options. But at the same time, I like what I wear. But then when it's time to change, I feel like I have nothing to wear. But the, I don't know. I'm also happy for the warm weather because then I get to wear my dresses, which I absolutely love. But also, I'm going to miss wearing my docks and layering up on knit sweaters and coats. Because that is also fun for me. But I feel like both summer and winter items get so repetitive. But that's fine, you know? We don't need a new outfit for every single day. Yeah. that's. I just need to experiment more. And wear more things that make me feel like Madison Montgomery level bad bitch now. You know? I just, I can't wait. To be able to wear red lipstick out again. Like maybe in a couple years. <laughs> I don't even know when it's going to happen. But yeah. Anyways, that was this whole podcast. It was very much everywhere. From talking about weird age gap teacher-student relationships from TV to my life. And then from, from, what else did I talk about? I have no idea. Fashion femininity is that it is that all I talked about in an hour um there was something else I swear to god there is something else oh not being able to drive at night okay I see anyways I hope you had a great time this was more just a chit chat of me talking um which is pretty much what all podcast episodes are for me but most of the time it's based on one specific topic I think this one would have been just femininity and clothing, but that, I just remembered that teacher's assistant. Um, I wish him luck on his marriage. Uh, I hope to never meet him or run into him ever again. That's disgusting. And honestly, I feel like I'm on a roll, so I'm probably just gonna start working on another, maybe the divorce episode. Actually, maybe not. I feel like I want to, but it's never the right time to make it. Maybe I'll just make it now. Who knows? Um, but it was fun. Wait, what was the thing I kept saying? He, here's the point. Is that what I say? Is that my thing? I think that's very... I feel like that's when people say like too many times. But also, I don't like that. I, that's so annoying. When you watch a video and they say like a hundred times. But also, I know that I reiterate my sentence a hundred different ways. So that is one thing I will apologize for. But I feel like I could never word it the right way. But this has been a fun chit chat video. This is the longest video. But see, this is what happens when I don't give myself 
a, a barrier. Like, here's where the, here's your conversation, or here's your topic. This is within the bounds that you get to talk about. There you go. And here's what happens when I have no bounds, you know? I can talk for hours. Actually, my throat doesn't hurt, so I can still, maybe the divorce one is coming up soon. Who knows? But I hope you enjoy this chit-chat. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, I hope you have a good day, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Uh, uh, okay. Bye.